This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. Okay, well, to recap the game, extremely proud of our guys. They are, uh, what we're learning is uh, these guys are, they're tough, they're resilient. Um, it's a team of fighters, and we're going to go down swinging. Um, hopefully, we're, we're going to go down swinging with a win, um, but we're going to scrap all the way to the end, and uh, we're finding a lot about ourselves right now. Um, you know, it's been, a, it's been an up and down um, uh, season, but our guys have stayed together. They've stayed united. They've continued to grow and develop, and they've, most importantly, they just continue to go back to work every single day. And so I'm so proud of those guys to go down there in a, in a tough environment, a place that we've, uh, you know, had issues uh, for a lot of years, and also to go down um, to, to Tucson um, shorthanded uh, with, some, with some players uh, that were not uh, able to, uh, to, to travel with us, which I'll get to here in a second. And so here we go. So now we're now we're already back to work. I uh, had a good practice yesterday and, and uh, getting ready to travel down to another another uh, tough place to play um, down in Palo Alto. So I'll give you guys an injury update here. First, Alex Cook, um, you know, who uh, you, we all saw took a, on a devastating injury you know, during the game. Looked like a devastating injury. Thankfully, um, all the tests came back negative. Uh, he traveled. He did back, get back on the team playing with us, traveled back. Uh, he's in good spirits and he's currently in concussion protocol and um, he will be week to week. And so all the the major things that we could all have thought of uh, could have happened to him have all are all negative. So extremely great news. And then some injuries sustained uh, in the UCLA game. I want to give you guys some updates here. Uh, so Rich Newton uh, tore his ACL. He uh, is having having surgery today and he will be out for the year. Uh, Eddie Ulufashio had a arm injury sustained in the UCLA game, had surgery last week. He will be out for the year. And then these, these three uh, suffered injuries in, in the same game and did not attend uh, our, our U of A game. Taki Tamani, Jackson Kirkland, Quentin Moore, uh, all three of those are week to week. Cam Williams is still dealing with an injury from a prior week, um, and he is also week to week. Now, some good news, uh, Alfonso, uh, you saw, got some reps uh, down there in Tucson, and he is battling back from a torn Achilles as well, just like Zion, and uh, was also stayed ahead of schedule and was on a, on a limited snap count, uh, and he was able to go out there and uh, get some reps for us. So, uh, so excited for him uh, to come back from, a, from a, a, a devastating injury just like Zion, and see him put all that his work in and, and our team of uh, trainers and doctors, what they were able to do with him and, and get him back up uh, to close to full speed this, this soon um, is, really, is really a miracle. 
And then Jack West overall, you saw him get a few reps as well. Uh, that was it was nice to see him back in the fold. And uh, he got through the game healthy and you'll be able to see him play a little bit more. And then Zion uh, uh, played double more than double his reps. He played uh, two weeks ago and um, he came out healthy and you should see his reps probably double again here as we get to game time on Stanford. Questions? Jimmy, without, without Eddie specifically, I know you guys played Carson more and obviously Haymanley more. Um, how do you feel like they played against Arizona and just what's the confidence level with those guys kind of filling that gap? Yeah, you know, Eddie's, you know, he's one of our leaders and one of our best players. And so uh, you just mentioned a bunch of young guys there and there was, there was some ups and downs in the games. So there was some really good run fits, some really good pass fits. And there was also some ones where we didn't fit it very well. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, there's a big run play here or there. And that's going to just be a part of the growth uh, that we're going to have to deal with, uh, with, with, a, with some young players now being thrust into uh, starting roles. Jimmy, with Zion, he's not only getting double team, but he's getting triple team and held. What, scheme around that, or what can you do, or is that something you're starting to notice his reputation? I, no, I think, um, yeah, we're always going to have a, we're going to set him up to, to be somewhere where they're going to have to pay attention to him and he's going to affect the game. Um, everything that you just mentioned, if there's a penalty, you know, that's on the referees. They got to call that. But um, he's, he's had an effect in the two weeks that he's played. He's pressured the quarterback. Uh, he you know, got his first sack this last week. And um, um, I'm so proud of him. He continues to put the work in and I can just see him every game here on out, just improving and, and having more an effect on the quarterback. And seems to be getting more reps is Jordan Lolahea. You know, he's a couple years older, you know, being on the mission. What are you seeing out of Jordan? Yeah, Jordan's playing his best football since he's been here, no question. Uh, has learned, um, you know, his position. Uh, he gives us a physical presence out there. And you'll definitely see Jordan play a lot more here as we as we move forward. What did you see from Dylan in the second half especially? Because it seemed like something really started to click for him in the second half. Who, who'd you say? Dylan Morris. Okay. Yeah, no, Dylan, um, you know, I, I opened up and I talk about our a team of fighters. Uh, I tell you what, uh, he goes in and gets his blood, his, his nose bloodied up, face smashed uh, in the first seven plays. Um, and he gets it all fixed up, straps that helmet back on and goes out there. And, and you know, obviously we want to score some more points in the, in the first half, but goes out and scores 21 in the second half and um, threw, some, threw some dimes. Um, so proud of him. He's a fighter. He's tough. He's resilient. Um, like I mentioned, after the game, made some adjustments on some routes that we wanted to uh, focus on that we felt would work better against what they were trying to do to us. And you saw some explosive plays from our from our receivers. You know, you saw Jalen on on a route, and of course uh, Rome, and and and, and then Terrell Bynum. Um, and and Dylan did a nice job of delivering the ball where he's supposed to deliver it on time. Mentioned a lot of times Edifon's, you know, importance in terms of his leadership, not just what he does on the field. I'm curious what his attitude was like coming out of that injury, and also how important it's going to be for him to be in the ear of those younger guys that now need to step up into that role. Yep. So he's uh, he was here yesterday at practice, right in front of every single drill. Um, he's front and center in the team meeting. He, he's one of our leaders. Um, the, all those young guys uh, look up to him, especially in that linebacker room. And he'll, he'll be there, uh, you know, as Coach Gregory's coaching him, but he's going to be sitting there going, okay, and saying it from a player's perspective and, and giving them some good insight on, 
on um, how to play the position. He'll be around us the, the rest of the year. And I'm sure Eddie will still be one of the first guys in the building and one of the last guys to leave. That's just, that's just who Eddie is. But he's very positive. He's in good spirits. Of course, nobody wants to see their uh, season derailed by an injury. But he's, he's handled it the way I thought Eddie would handle it with you know his head's up, held up high and he's positive and, and um, he's, he's still being a leader for us. Jimmy, back to Dylan for a second. So we, we saw some deep shots in the first half that looked like most of them were underthrown. In the second half, he was on the money. So what was the difference with his accuracy in the second half, you think? Yeah, there was, there was some different... Um, there's different... They gave us some different looks that we hadn't seen. And so that, you know, that always causes just a little bit of confusion here or there. And so... You know, it would have been awesome if it was the exact same looks that we thought we were going to see and maybe, you know, we're going to throw the ball and protect with more confidence up front and run the right routes. Uh, as soon as we were able to kind of figure out what they were trying to do to us, now we were able to protect with more uh, confidence. We were able to run the route that we know we're supposed to run versus that coverage, and we're supposed to, and when then Dylan was able to get rid of the football and and know the coverage that we were, that we were getting. And so... Yeah, I know it's frustrating, but uh, you know, as the game goes on and you start to figure those things out, I think the confidence builds, and you saw a more confident offense, uh, not just Dylan, in the second half than the first. Do you feel like the offense may have turned a corner in that second half? I, I, we still want way better results. We still want way better results. And so I'm happy that we came out and scored 21 and won the football game. And I'm happy the way our guys fought. And, and they were, you know being blanked out in the first half and you know not moving the ball and um you know a lot of teams could just cave in right there right and they could just lose confidence and pack it up and go okay well that's it's over and our guys don't do that and they there was no flinch there was no blinking in the in the uh in the locker room everybody stayed positive they knew we were a play away from making a one score game and that's what we did and uh, fought all the way back and so I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping we did. But every, every week's different. Every week, every defense gives you a new challenge. And, um, you know, our new opponent's going to, our next opponent here is going to give us a whole new challenge than, than uh, U of A. Hey, uh, I, saw, I saw Newton catch a pass against UCLA. Was that the play he got hurt on? Um, I believe it was, yes, by the sideline, yes. That was the play. And how is he handling his injury? Same thing, you know. It's it's always hard for those guys, you know, right from the uh, the beginning when they hear the news. Um, and but, you know, Rich is a Rich is a tough young man, and he's been through injuries a lot here throughout his career, not a season-ending injury, um, but he's he's handled it with positivity. But uh, today we're gonna have to regroup with him. Today he's in surgery, maybe right as we speak, right now. And so we're going to have to love him up, surround him with our brotherhood, and let him know that we have his back, and we'll get him back soon. Jimmy, on the offensive line, how Troy you out at left tackle. You also had MJ in there instead of um, Julius. And then uh, and, um, Mateo Mayo played mm -hmm. quite a bit at mm -hmm. right tackle. Is he taken over at that position? So start with Troy. Troy, I thought, played a extremely solid game. He was really, really physical, finished off some really good blocks. Uh, he passed protected really well. Uh, and, you know, those are big shoes to fill. Jackson Kirkland right there. And so for him to be able to go out there and, and seize his opportunity was, was a, uh, a good sight to see. And then uh, MJ, you know, he, he had been playing the last week. You know, he was getting more reps there than Julius. Um, MJ played solid and 
Um, and then I was really excited how Mateo played. It's uh, Vic's playing well. Mateo has showed up in practice playing well as well. We want to get him out there and get him some reps, just like I had mentioned across other positions, offense and defense. Um, but I thought Mateo uh, played a, a, a really solid game. And it was pretty cool for him to go down there and play a lot of reps in his hometown of Tucson. You try to replace um, Edifuad's reps going forward. What, what are the, the couple things you're really looking for out of a, a guy like Daniel or a guy like Carson to, to determine who's going to step up and play the most there? I mean, it's it's going to turn. It's going to have to be knowledge of our defense. Be where you're supposed to be. Line up in the gap you're supposed to be in. Uh, play the gap in the run. Your pass fit. We need we need those guys to be able to operate. And um, and, and and those guys have. You know, they've they've ran this defense. Guys that you just mentioned uh, for for a while here. They just haven't been the starter. And now, uh, just like anybody on our team, they're one play away from being a starter and have to carry us the rest of, uh, the rest of the way. And, you know, we had a good practice yesterday. And so we just got to have keep building practice after practice after practice. Uh, they've already had one game. We've had one game without Eddie. And I'm hoping this next game, that group that's that group of players that's replacing Eddie plays a better game this Saturday than they did this last Saturday, this last Friday. Guys, candidates for that linebacker job, meaning Emily Bruner and Tupatala? Correct. And you can and Junior Tafisi as well. We can mix and match those guys. Right. Nope. Looks like Stanford has kind of found one of the better um, QBs in the conference in, in McKee. What have, what have you seen just in his ability to operate to this point? Yep. Well, I remember in high school, and I remember <laughs> we didn't, I don't think we were, we, we offered him, but um, I remember how talented he was coming out of high school. And so I've been, I've seen him for a long time. Um, you know, he went on his mission and came back, but he is extremely accurate. Uh, you know, Coach Shaw and, and uh, Coach Pritchard, their offensive coordinator, they do such a magnificent job of getting these quarterbacks uh, to read and recognize what defenses are doing and get rid of the ball and, and get to get rid of the ball where they're supposed to be going on a timely matter. And so, you know, just going against Stanford now for feels like almost a decade now, it just seems like uh, they got another one on their hands. I mean, he's a big six six, strong-armed, smart football player that knows where to get knows where to throw the football and throw it on time and so we will have a uh, uh, a, a big uh, uh, a big challenge on our hands why do you think they've given you so much trouble down there at Stanford is there a common theme or <laughs> yeah I, I uh, it's what my take on that is you know, this is the 2021 season and we just have to worry about our 2021 football team and go down there and, and, and try to get a victory and come out of Palo Alto. And so very similar to, you know, there's been lots of stories written about how we've had trouble down in the desert. And now I think three times in a row, at least in Tucson, we've been able to take care of business. Right. And so this is about the 2021 season and the 21, 2021 football team. Um, all these other the teams in the past that didn't get it done down there, uh, we can't we can't worry about that. We got to prepare this week to try to come out of there Saturday night with a victory. You feel like this is a good barometer for how physical your team is playing a game like this against them. Always, always. I mean, if you look at the Pac-12 North, it's it's us, Stanford, or Oregon for the last since I've been here. Uh, that's going to take away the North Championship, and those three teams have 
I mean, we, there's more physical teams than that in the North, but those three teams have usually been the most physical and, and have come out with the Pac-12 North uh, championship. Now I'll say this, we've already played some tough physical teams uh, in Oregon State and Cal, and I'm talking about in the North. Um, and so I think we've already had some barometers, and those two went down to the wire, and we'll see what we do here against another really, really physical team. When you played football, from what I've read... When I played football? Yes. Yeah, you okay. You for Western Washington University, and David Shaw was a coach there. Did you realize that you guys almost crossed paths as I'm trying to see the year was he I'm, was he I don't think he was there when I was getting recruited there. He was, he was, was he really a linebacker coach I think. Okay. Interesting. I I did not know that. Um, so that's 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 news to me. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely almost was, went to Western. Uh, Western Washington. Uh, but I, no, I I do not remember um, that Coach Shaw was there. But uh, that would that would have been that would have been interesting. For sure. I'm wondering, you know, you guys have dealt with, you know, serious injuries in the past, but when you have an injury like Alex's mid-game, how, how difficult is it to just snap back and play football after seeing something like that? Yeah, no, it's it is uh, it's quite the ordeal. Um, you saw, you know, our whole team out there. I mean, this is a, this is a tight brotherhood that we have here, a really uncommon unity that we have on our team, and so um, I mean, you could hear guys choking up and um you know sending well wishes and i mean it was it's very emotional and so um you know i think you know after they rolled them out of there each position coach kind of just talks to their to their units and kind of say all right well hey we, we got to get refocused here and let's make sure we take care of business here and um because we know alex would want us to go out here and finish and fight and, and try to get this victory so uh, there's no question, though. It's it's we know this is a very brutal, violent game, um, but we don't want that to happen to anyone on our team or our opponent's team ever. Uh, that that's a scary moment. So with Alex in, in protocol, there's a chance he could play Saturday. Is that, is that right? That's correct. He's week to week. That's correct. Yep, that is correct. Sam and Dylan both give you the same chance to win a game, or how differently kind of do they operate? Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like all of our quarterbacks. Um, you can throw Patrick in there as well. Uh, the, all three of those guys have played well in practice. And, you know, at any moment's notice, one of those guys could go down and they're going to have to go in there and, and operate to go win the football game. And so um, I, I like all three of our quarterbacks. I, I know they prepare well. They've gotten better um, every day they've been here. And uh, it was good for Sam to get out there and and uh, get some reps out on the road. So now he's had reps at home. He's had reps out on the road. And uh, we'll see what the plan is here moving forward. But, yeah, I got confidence in all three of our guys. You said that he's progressed since spring football. But what made You're talking about Sam? Sam, yeah. Mm -hmm. What made Friday the right day to put him out there? That was just our plan. That was uh, our plan of how we how we wanted to do it. And um, I'm not going to unveil our plan of how what we're going to do for the rest of the year. Not here. I'll answer it after a game in a press conference. But uh, but that was just our plan in house that we that uh, we wanted to do. How important has has the addition of Buki been? I mean, just you know, having a guy you can really rely on to play at the level you need at nickel, which has been such an important position for you guys. It, it was a huge addition, huge addition, and. 
what I love is he's just like all the other players that are now in the NFL. This young man loves football. He loves football and he's a leader for us. Uh, he came in the building, went and watched tape with Trent McDuffie hours upon hours upon hours, meeting with his position coach to get caught up on this defense. He plays fast. He's smart. Still, still, still has room to, to grow and develop like, like us all. Um, but he uh, was a huge addition for us. And um, his best football is still in front of him. It's still in front of him. Um, he knows he's got a lot of things to clean up where he can make even more plays for us. And so I'm, I'm excited for him to just, and for Husky Nation to continue to see a player that loves football. He's physical, he plays like a dog, and um, he's only going to get better every single week. When you scouted him, did you, did you see his film in Oklahoma and think, that, that is the kind of player we want? Did you see his film in Oklahoma and think, I bet once we get that guy here, you know, we, could, we could take him to a higher level than he's been playing at? You, you, you want me to take shots at another team? Is that what you're... No, I thought, well, first of all, I knew him from high school. So we, we watched him at Calabasas. We watched him at IMG. And so we knew he was a, a very good football player. And, um, and then we watched his film at the prior university he was at. And we, we saw a physical player uh, that was flying around the football field. And we, we had known him from the high school ranks. And so uh, we knew his character. He had high football character and, and loved the game and um, was going to be a great addition to the locker room in terms of a personality standpoint. Um, but I guess, you know, I, I feel like, you know, even the other transfers that came in here, we feel like we can get them in here and, and develop them. Um, that's what we've been able to do with a lot of our players. We've been able to develop them better than anybody in the Pac-12 and, and send them off to the NFL. And so... We, we just found a player that we that we really liked in Buki, and um, still got room to grow. But I love that he's a dog. Jimmy, just to clarify, you said going into the game Friday, you had planned to get Sam some snaps. Is that right? That's correct. Did that get bumped up a drive or two when Dylan got hurt? That's correct. Okay. Yep. But it was close. I think it was like one driver away. So it was just interesting how it worked out. Yes. Yeah. The color guy doing the game for ESPN. I forget what his name was. Was talking about how 65 yards passing at halftime, or 35 yards passing at halftime, sorry. Um, you've already burned a game uh, of the four for Sam. Why not just roll with him? Did you guys think about giving Sam more action in the second half? Is that even kind of a consideration for you? No, not at that point it wasn't. And, you know, again, we, no one knows our plan of how many games we're going to play him anyway. And so, um, but no, it, it was not. It was great for him to get out there, get his feet wet a little bit. And um, he's going to be that much better for the, his next opportunity when he gets to when he gets to go in there and and play. And so, uh, you know, very proud of how Dylan came in there, like I already mentioned, and battled back and and threw some dimes and 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 led us uh, to another comeback victory that he can add to his resume. With, with ZTF, he, he gets the first sack and he sprints over to the sideline and leaps over the bench. <laughs> Great to know that he has confidence in the Achilles, but do you have to kind of pull him over and say, maybe let's not do that? Well, I didn't see that. I did see his exuberance, you know, running around the field. I didn't see him leaping over a bench, but I mean, that goes to all his work that he's put in to get back uh, to his playing shape that he's in right now. You know, he's able to 
go out there and compete against, you know, some of the best players in our conference and play at a high level and getting blocked and shedding tackles and all those things, that's okay if he jumps over a bench. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll just try to limit him rep-wise. But like I had mentioned already, he's he's at a really good place right now and expect to definitely see double time of what he did this last Friday. With Alex and Cam going down, we saw a lot more of Dominique Campton. You know, he came in as a corner. He's been moved to safety, but he's a bigger body guy. You know, with Eddie going down, is he a guy that you might be able to move up closer to the line of scrimmage and give him a little bit different look? And are we going to see a lot more Dominique going forward? Are you talking about a linebacker? Yeah. No, he's not a linebacker. He's he's a safety, and so or like our guys now do. Is that what you're talking about? Like Asa and Cam, those guys. He's going to play safety if that's what you're asking. So, yeah, I'm very proud of Dom. He's made a lot of progress on special teams. You've seen over the last few weeks, he's made some splash plays, special teams wise, especially on punt. Made some critical tackles. Um, and uh, and he's been playing well on defense at safety in practice, and now his number was called because we're getting down some guys, and uh, it was good for him to go out there. He tackled really well last Friday night, but you can probably for sure see him, um, you know, playing a little bit more here as we as we move forward, just because of uh, the injuries to the guys that you mentioned. You still feel like you're trying to figure out your running back rotation a little bit. We saw Cam come in late in the game. It looked like it worked, obviously, but what was what? It looked like what? It worked. Oh yeah. Cam Davis out there. What what spurred you guys to kind of go away from Kamari and Sean there and give the ball to Cam on those drives? So uh, yeah, I feel. I mean, it's fine. I'll I'll always answer this. I really love all of our running backs. I love all of our running backs, and. You know, if I'm if I was a running back, I'd want to be the the second, third one in because you're the freshest and the defense is worn down, and that's what you that's what you see. I like all three running backs, and I think if Cam Davis would have started, and Kamari would have came in, and then Sean McGrew comes in at the end, he would have had the stats that Cam had and would have scored the touchdown if that makes sense. And so, uh, we we have three really good running backs that we all feel really good about. Uh, I think every single game when you've seen the second or third guy go in and he goes out there and makes plays, it's because he's fresh and the defense is worn down. Are any of those guys that have kind of made their like biggest debut like on the road or something like that spoke to you after the game and been like, Coach, that was like the coolest thing ever? Or like, you know, because you've had a lot of depth uh, of your guys play the past few weeks. Are you talking about our young guys? Yeah. Um, I don't know if they, no. I, I don't think they, they, they probably want to act like they've done it there you know done, done it before in front of me i'm sure in front of their family and probably their friends i'm sure they're that way um but definitely excitement there's excitement for you know i'm, I'm thinking of a guy like roma dunze who scored now two touchdowns in two weeks you know that's still exciting you scored your first two touchdowns as a college football player um and so i'm sure those conversations are more probably more intimate with their family and friends about how excited they are but in front of me they want to act like they're 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 the big time college football player that we recruited to come in here to do that. So Jimmy, going back, would you just explain in the running back rotation? So is it like when you look at that, the third guys, you're going to put him with a little bit more speed. The first guy is going to be bigger, and, or it's just no. It's it's it changes week to week, and um, it changes on you know who has had a really good practice leading up to that point. Um, who's healthy, who's not healthy. I mean, there's, there's been a number, there's a number of different uh, reasons why a running back is going to start over another running back. But I'm thankful that we have 
we have a, a running back room that just, well, we just lost one in Rich, but, um, you know, we have three running backs that have played a lot of football around here that we trust in any situation. There's nothing different about all three of them. We'll, we'll put them in on first down, second down, third down, in the red zone, in a two-minute drill. All three of them can do all the same job, and I think all three of them give us something different, and um, that's, a, that's a luxury to have. That's obviously plays into that your opponent, correct? In terms of no. attributes, no, nope. Wait, wait. I, like I said, I, I like all three of our running backs. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or. I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.